0: How do you have fun? What do you do for fun? If I said, let's do something for fun,
1: what would we do? Uh, uh, it's difficult. Mm. Um, I'd probably just, just have a, a quiet lie down. That's mm. good, that, not it? Uh, yeah, I think I, I I have a lot of fun on my own. Yeah. Like, a, di- a dinner
0: on your own. I oh, know I don't like that. Oh. Come on, something fun. What would you do that's fun? If, you were org- if I said, look, let's organise a thing after the podcast, it's got to be fun. What are we doing?
1: Oh, I don't know. Come on, let's let's hunt some animals. <laughs> uh, Go just just get a couple of couple of machine guns. Get out there. Get out there. Hunt the big five. Oh no, we're in we're in we're in London, so it's pigeons, Foxes. foxes, a uh, couple of squirrels, and then for fun we can pop to London Zoo and take out something <laughs> something more dramatic. <laughs> you mind your half. Um I don't I don't I don't think I like fun things. Come on. What what could we do? Bowling? Would you bowl? Oh, if I'd go to a musical. Oh, Let's go to a musical. Absolutely not. Oh, that would be great. No I chance. forgot my favorite
0: thing. What musical? Any. Have Don't care. Seen, have you seen Phantom of the Opera? Yeah. I honestly felt like I was I was being punked when I went to see Phantom of the Opera. I could not believe I felt I had a Truman Show moment where I was like, "Is everyone here pretending to like this thing? Because it's one of the worst things I've no. ever seen. <laughs> I, I
1: couldn't get my head around it. Songs. It's got a chandelier. Oh, it's, it's dreadful. A man in a mask. It's dreadful. There's a river underneath oh, it. Ah, absolutely place of entertainment. the worst thing I've ever seen. I don't like when they sing. Ah, so do you like? So the, can I tell you the
0: thing I hate about musicals is when they haven't written a song. But they try and bridge two songs with dialogue But they sing it But there isn't really a set melody for it So they'll be like Adam I'm going to sing over here now And now I'm going to take a sip of this water Mm." And now we're just padding some time before the next song Which as it happens is about things that you might die from
1: Welcome to another episode of the list of absolutely everything that might kill you The show which might just save your life I'm Matt Edmondson. And I'm Adam Kay. This week, we are adding two more potentially fatal items to the list. So, come on then, join us, put on your high-vis, fasten your seatbelt, and most importantly, keep your arms and legs inside the podcast at all times. I'm ready. Right. Fun things. Yeah, fun things. Come on then. Fun until they're fatal things. Mm. I have chosen theme parks. Okay. Yeah. Arguably fun. That means that you don't find them fun? Uh, I feel I have a love-hate
0: relationship with them. Okay. What wins? I think hate now. I can pinpoint the exact moment that I went off theme parks. So I got uh, invited, because of my incredible celebrity status, to... A fright night. This is one of the theme parks. They do one of these things, and it's like you and people from who were on Love Island three years ago,
1: and they. Uh, oh, out of interest, sorry. Mm-hmm. Can you can you name a comparable celebrity so we know? So to we me, a, to you, who was invited? Just well, to who no, because I, I think this? I was
0: definitely one of the least famous. But um, you know, I, I reckon Joey Essex might have been there.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah yeah. Okay. So and and he was probably top tier. And then right down the bottom of the list, Matt Edmondson walks in. Why is he there? Does he want the publicity? No, he just wants free reign on a theme park because they close it down, so you have oh, the entire place. That's so. Far- there's no queuing. No queuing. Have right? they
1: kept the food bits open? A uh, couple of food bits open.
0: Okay. So I went with some friends. Now let me tell you this, and you're a doctor, so you can back me up here. The human body is not designed to go on roller coasters. Back back you need the cue it's changed my perception of the theme park queue forever you need the cue for recovery of your body and also a sense of anticipation trepidation oh look we're going to be doing that in a second oh wow amazing people nervous are hearing the screams you need all of that because if you just walk oh, so run, you did
1: you did it in fast forward you literally just walk onto the ride and it goes and it goes off and the first time
0: you're like well that was fun we should do that again and you do it again And you come off and you go, well, that's fun. We should do it again. And maybe three or four times after you've done it, your brain feels like you've been in a car crash. You've been concussed. Oh, my God. I felt so unwell. And I
1: thought, I can never go on a roller coaster again. I felt so bad. And it's put me me right off. So is so is it the equivalent of, you know, one's parents catching you smoking exactly. and making you smoke 42 million cigarettes yeah. so you never want to do it again? Yeah, if you've got a kid who you don't want to ride roller coasters, you know,
0: send them off on the swarm eight times in a row.
1: <laughs> Not again, Dad! Next, no! Next, no to, don't... <laughs> next to Pete Wicks, that'll teach them. So, during my extensive research session earlier today using Google, I read something that made me appreciate what an idiot I am. Okay, I'd love to hear that. So, the difference between amusement parks and theme parks is theme parks have a theme. They have a theme. I hadn't, hadn't occurred to me. It's just what they're called, theme parks. Yeah. But I didn't know that, yeah. so it, Sometimes the theme is quite loose, though. Like rides is technically... It's, so, it's a, it's a theme park if it's like you know, Disney or yeah. Universal or one of those, but it's not really a theme park if it's just, you know, Alton Towers. That doesn't have a theme. No, well, doesn't it? No. What's its theme?
0: Alton? Fun family day out? That's not a theme. Towers? No, you're right. So it, so it's a, but it's not. I think of an amusement park as being like a, you know, something by the sea. What was the theme park of your childhood? Uh, we went to Chessington World of Adventures quite a lot. Uh, oh, that's that's
1: high end. I went there, and uh, they sound like a potential sponsor until, they do? until we go to the death section. Well, quite. I uh, yeah, I went
0: there quite a lot. I got stuck on a ride actually at uh, World Adventures. Oh, it was it was not a bad one. It was it was one of those ones where you sort of go round and there's sort of animatronics on display. I think that you you had to shoot like lasers at things. It was one of those sort of interactive ones, okay. and our our carriage just and stopped and we were there in it for about 15 minutes and nothing happened. No one came for us. So we, the passengers, decided to get out.
1: <gasps> no, it so, wasn't get out. Well, we did. It was a, it was a fine one this to is... get out. Okay. But it was in a tunnel. does sound good. It was in this tunnel and this, this sounds tunnel... like I've been reading a lot of <laughs> Death and Theme Park Wikipedia. Well, inches, I'm here, Adam. Sound fine. Like the fine. It does sound like the, the first line. We stuck in this tunnel and this tunnel, it Keep your arms and legs inside, inside the right. The... It's all yeah, we right. know
0: about Yeah, it. but they never mentioned the torso so that's what I led with. So we were in this Basically a tube That rotated around us To create a sort of like Vortex thing So we had yeah. to Step out We were in there That was a bit discombobulating And then we climbed over a fence And ended up Outside the theme park <laughs> 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 And then we had to walk around And explain what had happened And they did let us back in Okay uh, It must happen happen a lot
1: My uh, childhood theme park Was Flamingo Land. Oh yeah uh, Which was outside Scarborough I've 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 since been to the the Disney ones, <laughs> and uh, they they have a different budget. Mm. Not as many flamingos though. Not as many flamingos. Are there any rides at Flamingoland? Oh, loads. Yeah. I, I, my memory is that they're they're generally closed for repairs. Mm. But I'm happy if a ride's closed for repairs. It means it's not going to end up with its own Wikipedia page. Yeah. There's no getting getting around the fact that. Uh, There's some quite horrifying incidents that happen at theme parks. And when you start trawling through the incidents, you do see the phrase instant decapitation more than you'd like if you're planning a day out. Wow. How and, violent those flamingos? <laughs> well, I, there's some good news about Flamingo Land, actually, keeping them on the potential sponsor list. If you go to the Wikipedia page, incidents at European amusement parks, which I recommend not doing if you're planning to go to an amusement park within Europe, basically every single amusement park is listed. And when you click on them, almost every single ride at oh. that has got a thing. But Flamingo Land has only ever had serious injuries. Incredible. I feel like legally we should cover our flamingos there. Well, not just legally, but I wouldn't mind having a having a sort of gold pass. Wow. The Flamingo Land. Anytime flamingo I... Flamingo World card. Yeah, can you imagine? Incredible. As much flamingo as you can eat. Oh, now no,
0: I'm confusing it with Nando's.
1: I was going to be getting stuck on rides. We've got an email from Anna from Leeds. Oh, yeah. I'm going to change her name. Why? Because I, I don't think she should be using her real name. Right. I'm going to call her... Banner. Banner. I worked at one of the biggest theme parks in the UK. Okay. And I was often a ride host on the log floor. What's a ride host?
0: It's where they go, Ladies and
1: gentlemen, keep your hands and arms inside the carriage at all times. Let's go. Who's ready to get wet? Okay, fine. That sort of thing. So they're they're probably called as a witness. (laughs) Yeah. Sort of four or five times a month. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Two or three times a week, an alarm would go off in our control room, telling us one of the logs was wedged at the bottom of the conveyor belt. Doesn't sound good. Doesn't. Usually, the belt carries you up to the big drop section. But if the riders are slightly too heavy, they get stuck at the bottom, and other logs would back up in a queue because they have the height thing, but they don't have the the weight scales. Mm. We had exactly seven minutes to sprint through the woods, reach the panic riders, and unblock the log using a special rod before they overflowed out of the flume. <laughs> Needless to say, every time this happened, we end up closing the ride for several hours. Mm. I just check that happens two to three times a week. I think, at that point, you can't blame the people if it's happening every couple of days. You're right. There's something wrong with your ride. Mm. But the extra jeopardy of theme parks, from my research, is that some people just will be flung to their deaths. It just seems to happen, madly often, that there is just, there is just a death. Right, but what's causing that? A lot of user error, and some rides that are just a bit shit. not oh, they? Haven't uh, they haven't greased the greased a cog or something? Have you got any data on um, stuff falling out of people's pockets and hitting people? I don't actually. That's got to be a That's thing. That's got as to well. be out there. When yeah. you're doing a loop the loop, and someone's got loads of shrapnel in their pocket or a grenade, that would uh, that would do some damage, <laughs> wouldn't it? First uh, amusement park. Uh, was in Denmark, in which year? Ooh. I'll uh, give you to the nearest three years.
0: 1875. 19.
1: 1763. 1583. Really? Yeah. What were the amusements? It's just like you'd ride a pig. (laughs) It's worse than that. (laughs) So there was a hand-cranked Ferris wheel. Wow, okay. Any sentence
0: that starts with hand-cranked, I'm out.
1: I mean, these days that would be considered, like, bougie and artisan. Mm. They'll go to Dulston, they've got a hand-cranked cranked Ferris, Ferris wheel. well. So their main draw was a freshwater spring with restorative powers. Oh, nice! Like that bloke selling the holy water at the vending machine. Yeah, exactly. People just love a bit of fresh water, which probably makes it quite good value if it if it cures your worms or your leprosy or whatever mm. whatever, whatever you had in yeah. uh, in sixteenth century Denmark. There was a theme park in the US which was called Action Park that was so dangerous. That it became known as Class Action Park because of all the lawsuits. <laughs> oh, it's good. Not for the people we who went there. And there was a, there was a big uh, big documentary about it that you can uh, that you can watch. But if you can't be bothered, you can just listen to this for the next you know, forty seconds or so, and that'll I'll tell you the good, the good stuff from it. The main attraction there was the Alpine Slide, and it's made of the, the three things you want your slide to be made of: concrete, fiberglass, and asbestos. Um, <laughs> It was designed for people of a certain size and weight. And if you were a different size, or your weight was too high or too low, whichever, you would probably fly off the side. Right. And, uh, and <laughs> That's and, problematic, isn't it? And, and plummet. Mm. And plummet to your... Death. your you're not always death, sometimes just serious injury. In, in fact, the, 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 park was, the park was open for, for months before the first person died. They do sound very deadly, these theme parks. They do and are, but how deadly? Jen?
2: Thankfully, theme parks keep pretty good records of incidents and injuries. We know that 335 million people visit one in the US in a given year, and around 30,000 need significant medical attention. But of those, only around three will die annually giving theme parks a Micromort score of 0.00896 per person.
1: I thought more people would die. Well, luckily for
0: all of us, and specifically for me, they didn't. Do you think if this podcast becomes incredibly successful, which I imagine... Which is inevitable. yes, yeah. inevitable. That someone will... Use it as a theme for a theme park. Yes. That'd be good. Yeah. They'd have the the, the Matterhorn. I think that was done actually in Disney. The yeah,
1: Matterhorn. yeah that, there were certainly deaths on that one. Yeah. yeah. The Adam,
0: sort of like, I'm imagining a kind of like a river with dams in it, log flume type thing. Oh, yeah. I'd, as far I'd, as I'd,
1: I'd, I'd I'd like it if there was a. A, a water water based one for me because I'd be expected to be there at the opening and go on my own ride and it would look bad if I was, if I was sort of sat there clenched with my eyes shut from yeah. the pictures
0: It would also be really embarrassing and sort of I think quite personally affecting for your own sense of self image if seven minutes into the ride it grinds to a halt and you have to be escorted off <laughs> No reason, no reason Adam No re- it happens To some of our riders.
1: Right, what have you you got?
0: Well, sadly, Adam, I'm bringing a load of hot air. I'm doing hot air balloons. Hot air balloons. Hot air balloons. Who'd get in one? I wouldn't.
1: Would you? I've not done the research. Uh, Wouldn't I? I don't know. Would you? Instinctively, would you get in one? Yes. Would you? Uh, Because... I don't love heights, but I'm in a basket. It should be fine. Basket, flamethrower. Yeah, <laughs> nylon. What could go wrong? <laughs> I think I would. I think it, in, my, in my head, gliding majestically yeah, over the... Aimlessly, literally can't steer the thing. You can't steer it? I think you can a bit, but not with any accuracy. I'm, I'm imagining sort of t- tugging with my left and right. Why, who's,
0: who's on there with you?
1: <laughs> oh, no, sorry, tug, tug. tug. <laughs> I imagine there's, there are two ropes, right? I don't know what they're connected to, where they go to, but there's one. There's one that you goes tug right. left, you tug right, yeah, and it takes you it know, off. Yeah, gets, gets you home from work. By the way, the steering is the one thing I didn't look into because
0: I mean, it's, I'll be honest, there's a lot of boring stuff about hot air balloons, and I didn't want to know how to. That's steer why them.
1: they're known as hot air balloons, exactly. <laughs> but I guess you are really at the mercy of the of the elements. You are. You are. You say it's the one thing you didn't look into. What I what. <laughs> I think. Anything what you mean... else? Ask me anything I've got on air balloons. <laughs> I think. And I have the information at my fingertips. Anything else? <laughs> anything you want to know? Okay, so how, how how big are they? How big are these baskets? How many people do you fit in one? Oh, we're being we're being asked to hurry past that question. So, no. Uh,
0: <laughs> no, do you know what? I, I've got an answer to that. They can carry anywhere from two. I guess they could carry one. Maybe you need two to fly a hot air balloon. I don't know. From two to 32 people, depending on their size. Oh, yeah. Typically made from rattan or wicker. I'll have whatever's the least flammable, please. Uh, I think they're probably both equally flammable. Okay, fine. You know, I sometimes overthink things. I, I, if I spend too long thinking about what a balloon is, forget a hot air balloon for a second, what a balloon is. Yeah, it can send me to a weird place because it's basically just a bag of breath. It it's is. It's a bag
1: of breath are your kids birthday parties are fun they're ki- yeah. just wandering around taking t- t- loads of five year olds I- that's just full of my breath I just ha- my breath I- my hot stinky breath
0: I just hand them out and say bag of breath a bag of breath don't forget to take your bag of breath with you is there a party bag yeah oh great what's in it my breath oh
1: yeah it's a balloon yeah yes yeah, bag of breath weird Yeah, that is weird. Weird. But this hot air balloon isn't a bag of breath. No. It's a bag of fire.
0: Fire. It's a bag of fire. Much better, much better. So how does it work? Well, famously, warm air rises in cooler air due to the fact that it has less mass per unit of volume. Are you still with me? Are you still with me?
1: That's the science bit. Hot air rises, and so we're putting hot air into a bag, and that will make us rise.
0: Exactly. Fuel of choice, liquid propane, much like a gas hob. Oh, yeah. All the safe stuff. All of the safe stuff. Now, the first ever hot air balloon. You'd have to be pretty bold, wouldn't you, to get into that and give it a go.
1: Yeah. Oh, Matt, I've got this new idea for getting around. Oh, yeah. Tell me more. You get into a flammable basket. Well, that's okay. That's all right. As long as we're not near any fire, we'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. So uh, a big, big tank of propane. Right. Oh, that's coming with us, is it, to transport? Uh... Uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm just, and then I'm going to set fire to the top of it uh, and, then, and then have an, a nylon bag <laughs> over that. Yeah. And then we're going to strap the bag to the basket and it will fly us, hopefully to work, but also... Uh, just wherever the wind goes. Are we
0: going to be able to sort of steer? No, no, no you can't. You, know, you, can't, no. you, can't,
1: you uh, can't. You can't. You can't steer it. Do we have permission to land anywhere at
0: all? Oh, that's a thing.
1: Yeah. So hang on. No, you don't have
0: permission to land. You have to go in a farmer's field.
1: But I need their permission, don't I? Well, no. No. Okay. No. I mean, I think. you've got to land. You've got to land. So what happens if someone just lands in your garden? You'll probably get a bottle of champagne. Oh, so they bring they bring champagne they bring champagne yeah. to say sorry for loaded sorry I don't know if it would fit down the side passage by the side of my house. Yeah. Tricky. Yeah, if they got if they got a hot air balloon into my garden, they'd never get it out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it would have to be turned into a shed of some kind. Let me take you back to the first flight. Okay. So it's 1783. Yeah. A couple of French broskies, Joseph, Michel and Jacques-Étienne Montgolfier,
1: they're French. Oh, Joseph and Michel is one person. Jo- Joseph, Mi- He's Michel. Jo- so it's yes. not Joseph, Michel
0: and Jacques. No, no. It's Joseph, Michel and Jacques-Étienne. Okay, yeah. Very indecisive parents. They're two First names for each kid. The French
1: like that. They like that. There's a lot of Jean Marie's
0: and stuff. They'd been experimenting with hot air balloons for some time, but they needed some passengers for the first untethered flight, which, by the way, was a big deal because the King, King Louis XVI, was going to watch
1: the launch of this thing. The the Sun King, the what? The the Sun King, the Sun King. One of them was called the Sun King. I don't know. Was that him? No, probably not. There were loads loads of Louis. Anyway, there he is, and he's expecting a spectacle. Uh, In balloon form. Have they done a trial run? No. Before... This is it. Okay. This is the first time... If I I was presenting my new form of transport to the king, Mm. back in a day when people gave a shit about kings, presumably, I would have done a dress rehearsal. Yeah. Well, they didn't. But what they did do was put three
0: brave volunteer... Maybe not volunteers. Three brave individuals onto this flight. Was was it their
1: children? No,
0: it was a duck. Oh. A rooster. Yeah. And a sheep.
1: Somebody get Pixar on the phone. We've got your next movie. Oh, is it? This is like one of these there's a fox, a bag of grain, (laughs) and you've only got one hot air balloon. Exactly. The sheep hated ducks. Uh, The duck uh, was was allergic to to roosters. (laughs) Yeah. And the rooster. Didn't want to get in a hot air balloon. <laughs> the rooster didn't need to get in a hot air. Balloon. Two of them could, could just fly. fly off. Well, that's uh, it's a bit unfair for the sheep, isn't yes, it? Yes, the sheep's the only one without a plan yeah, B. Guys, <laughs> guys.
2: <laughs>
1: oh dear. Um, <laughs> so those three went in. They were not confident in their balloon, were they? Because they? They otherwise, weren't. you know, Jean Michel and Jacques Etienne, or if they were, would have they, they'd have gone themselves. Mm. They'd have been waving the king from the balloon exactly they last minute just sort of went went via a farm Mm. shop and got a.
0: (coughs) yeah well it's i think someone said who's flying in it and they both said you and pointed at each other yeah and then someone overheard you and popped a sheep in instead no absolutely not ewe okay um so yeah those three animals went in one of them feeling a bit sheepish it was the duck we can edit all this out right You know what this isn't even in my notes, Adam. I'm just thinking of this. This is on the fly. Much no, like a hot air balloon. Really? I know. I know. Feels like you I imagine there's a whole team behind this. No, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely not. To signify that it was going to uh, happen, they fired a cannon, probably not a good idea. They cut the wire, it, it went off. Someone shouted duck. Uh, someone else shouted sheep. Someone else shouted rooster. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. And do you know what? The moral of the story is: it all worked out fine. Oh, it was fine. They landed largely
1: unscathed. The duck had a broken leg. Oh no! I <laughs> mean, when you say largely, largely unscathed, yeah. In the world of hot air ballooning, one in eight limbs broken is considered just wear and tear. But they think it was the sheep that had kicked it. Nothing to do with the landing. Okay, fine. Yeah. Okay.
0: The uh, the sheep and duck had beef, or should I say lamb?
1: Can we, can we stop? When I know know when start? <laughs> I don't know what's When did this start? I don't know what's happening. i are going to send me. you for an MRI after this. <laughs> what's going on? <laughs>
0: i don't know what's happening there's something about the <laughs> there's something about the um, sort of whimsy of this story there's that's really it. It just does sort of like by, a joke
1: set up fired, sort of <laughs> fired by synapses anyway I, i've asked you to to present me with things that are deadly oh broke and, a duck's leg and you are you me stuff that's injurious to uh, <laughs> animals so give me bring on the bring on the death All right, right
0: fine the second flight was followed by humans this time Forget the ducks, forget the sheep, forget the roosters. We're getting some people in there. They did initially think, by the way, of putting condemned criminals in the second flight because it's like, well, listen, you're going to be put to death or you're going to have the
1: greatest jailbreak of all time. Oh, wow. But they scrapped the idea. I know I shouldn't, be, shouldn't still be wanging on about roller coasters mm. and, and theme parks, but there was, there was a roller coaster deliberately designed to kill people. What? It was, I don't think it got made, but it was, it was pitched as a sort of euthanasia machine. Right. And they make the, they make a roller coaster so fast and so much G force and all, all of that. And it loops and loops and loops and forces all of your blood into your legs, out of your, out of your brain, giving a hundred percent chance of death. Right. Presumably as like a sort of, Fun way to go. Fun way if you if you if you think the injection route doesn't have enough pizzazz for you. And did they get any investment from the dragons? Uh, no, unfortunate, unfortunately, unfortunately <laughs> they were they were all out. Only Theopaphetus backed it hard. I, if that was my idea, I, I would I would want I don't know eight grand, you mm. know, a couple of nice holidays, eight grand for a hundred percent of the idea. Exactly, that it's yeah. yours. I want nothing more to do with it. I'm out. For hot air balloons, it isn't It isn't for people deliberately seeking euthanasia. No. This is for, for people for whom their euthanasia is unexpected. Yes. So one of the first actual pilots to take part in a
0: manned flight, Jean-Francois Pilatry de Rosier, easy for me oh, to yeah. say. He flew again with a guy called Pierre Romain. So after doing the first ever manned hot air balloon ride, which was very successful and actually had
1: a we're not. For- we're not interested in... Uh, not interested right. in the successful ones. Fine, We'd, he died later. Okay. <laughs> attempted across the English Channel yep. in an aircraft. That and, he couldn't In
0: a craft that he couldn't control. Exactly. And 30 minutes into the flight, it caught fire.
1: Bits that weren't meant to be on fire exactly. went, went on fire. Yes. There was unintentional fiery bits. Yes. So uh, the solid aspects of the balloon went on fire rather than just the gaseous aspects. Exactly.
0: Now, uh, quite a big leap here. From that to the biggest disaster that's ever taken place. There have been other disasters in the intervening years. So putting that
1: one was only him and a couple of others? That was
0: him and another guy. Yeah. Yeah. But the worst one ever took place in 2013 in Egypt. 19 tourists died after a hot air balloon carrying 21 people caught fire during a sunrise flight over the ancient city of Luxor. And again, it burst into flames as it was coming into land. But two survived. Well, yeah, but I don't know if the people that were on the hot air balloon and the ones that died, it might have been some people that they hit as well. Oh, I see. Because you can get hit by hot air balloons. That's one way to go. I mean, there are quite a lot of
1: ways to die in a you hot air balloon. You could trip into the bit in the middle that's on fire. Yes. You can hit a power line. Oh, no, of course you could, Quite yes. lots of people get
0: electrocuted. Okay. In 1989 in Australia, in Sydney, a pilot and a passenger of a four-person balloon, they were electrocuted and died after it struck an overhead power line you could get into an argument with someone and they just push you off push you off exactly this one's bad in new york in 2016 a 34 year old balloon handler in new york balloon handler he was a balloon handler that was his job he handled
1: balloons like at a theme park yeah like a, exactly well no just so, no, some, no. someone going around with with no, no, mickey not, mouse balloons no 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 like
0: that so he you know he worked for a hot air balloon company and his job was to get people in and out of the balloon oh i
1: see so that. he's not piloting he's no, just no. sort of um, oh, no, I think he is piloting. He is pilot. Why did you call them, you called, you called them pilots earlier? Oh, I, I don't was like, know. I thought pilot's a grand name for someone who can't control a, a vehicle. I don't know. He's a balloon handler.
0: Let's just stick with that. Okay, yeah. He was holding a balloon basket on the ground. Then a sudden gust of wind sent it skyward, and it left him clinging to the side.
1: Oh. And it went
0: 100 feet in the air, and then he lost his grip and fell to his death. That's a bit Icarus, isn't it? What flew too close to the sun? If too close to the sun is 100 feet, <laughs> we've got a problem on our hands. So yeah, uh, I'll be honest, Adam, I've not found all that many deaths.
1: Okay, I'm, flat, like, I'm
0: very glad to hear it. And I'm, I'm slightly disappointed. I, I'm actually getting the sense, actually, and I don't want to steal Jen's thunder here. That it's the safest mode of travel. I think it's quite safe. I think because they basically can't, they won't set off in, in bad weather. So if you book a hot air if, okay. if, you, if you get given a, a red letter day by a relative and you think, oh my God, I don't want to have to go on this thing, but they got it for me. And you go on a hot air balloon flight and you turn up and it's raining, they're not going to let you go. So it's only really if it's nice and sunny. And generally, I think they're mostly fine. You know, yeah, I've seen so, the wind in the willows. So what you're saying is you should have gone for helicopters. Oh, that would have been great. If a helicopter met a hot air balloon up in the sky, whoo, imagine Who's that. going to win that? Their helicopter's going to win that. No,
1: but but you say that, but then when, when it all the nylon gets caught up in the blades, that's not going to be good.
0: Yeah, it's not good
1: for... They'll take each other down.
0: Yeah. It's like Godzilla versus King Kong. The only winner is the spectacle. Uh, who did win that one? Uh, oh. I think it was King Kong. So, Jen, what are we saying about hot air balloons...
2: According to the National Transportation Safety Board, there have been just 16 hot air ballooning related deaths between 2002 and 2016. Roughly one person per year. But globally, there are approximately 3,000 hot air balloon accidents per year. In terms of crashes that resulted in fatalities, there's a 1.4% chance of fatality if the ground is impacted during a crash, versus a 16.1% chance if the collision is made with a power line. All told, the chances of having your serene hot air balloon ride interrupted by your premature passing are extremely low. Although you can't simply avoid them, like with theme parks, because there is a risk that one lands on your head. So we can equate hot air balloons giving you a not very risky 1 in 40 million chance of death.
0: One of the safest modes of transport. Ridiculous!
1: Yeah, you've gone off the boil. Something's really happened to me, and, and I think it, I think. Why don't you try doing fewer jokes and see if that helps with the other stuff? Mm, see if it help, helps with you. I don't want no, do to risk it. I <laughs> okay, I don't want to do that. I don't want
0: to. I want to underdeliver on the gold. Yeah, I've, I'm having a bit of a tough time now. I started really strong. It's t- classic torsos and the hair. This isn't it. Yeah, two of which you would put in a hot air balloon. Yeah, I uh, I'm not thinking about that. I really thought there'd be more. I think it's maybe because I
1: personally wouldn't get into one, even though I know they're safe. I would not what, get what into would, one. So if I were to buy you a one of one of these gift, you know, mm. experience days, just Photoshop yourself in I a would. hot air balloon. I think I would. And say had an amazing time. Exactly. Went all the way to Namibia and back. Mm. No choice at the matter. It's just where the currents were. Yeah, you'd be like, "Why have you got uh, Richard Branson's body?" Because I'm not very good at Photoshop. Yeah, that's why. That's why. Yeah. Okay, so it's. I mean, it's an easily avoided death, isn't it? The hot air balloon. It's death. just not coming for you. You know, that's the way. If if you see death's eerie
0: spectre on the horizon, jump on a hot air balloon because. It's, it's, it's not coming place for to be. Yeah, it's not coming for you.
1: It doesn't take the scythe up it's there. Exactly. It's going to see someone else on a other mode of transport and go. Ah, oh, it's easier. I'll go after them. They're on heelys. Until next week, when uh, we add two more items to Thank you very much. Thank you very much. The list of absolutely everything that might kill you is a podcast from Podimo and What's the Story Sounds. It's presented by me, Adam Kay, and me, Matt Edmondson. The episodes are researched and produced by Jack O'Kennedy, executive producers for Podomo are Jake Chudnow and Matt White. And for What's the Story Sounds, it's Daryl Brown and Sophie Ellis.